Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode 7 of the Pixels Get Me podcast. Uh, we are going to be talking about the typical gaming, tech, and new media. Uh, tonight we got a variety of topics, everything from uh, Diablo 3 on Switch, some other Switch stuff, uh, the PlayStation Classic, uh, Microsoft showing off a controller to go with xCloud so we can do some uh, some gaming on the go. As well as Shadow, which is a nice little uh, service that Iman has shown us, and uh, Mixer Season Two. So let's uh, let's change the music a little bit. There we go, a little bit lower. All right, and then um, yeah. So a little bit about myself. I've been streaming over at Mixer for about eight months. Uh, I'm a member of the Breath of Variety stream team over there, and uh, and I'm trying to get the Breath of Variety guys in on the podcast, kind of one at a time. Um, so we'll be meeting one of those members here in a minute. Uh, for me, at the moment, I was streaming uh, just before we started the podcast. I was playing some Diablo 3 on Switch. It launched today, so I'm pretty excited about that. been looking forward to it for a while. Um, it's also in tandem with BlizzCon, so we might talk about BlizzCon a little bit. It's not really on the topics, but it might come up. Um, and then earlier today, we were able to do a bonus stream for uh, Breach which is a new game from uh, from QC Games, some former Bioware devs. And uh, finally, they've released the NDA, so now we can uh, now we can stream it. So that was pretty awesome. Um, with that, I'm going to go around and introduce the roundtable. So first up, we got E-Monster808. What's up, Emon? How goes it, buddy? How you doing, another dude? Another fine night for another fine stream. Mm-hmm. What you been oh, playing, yes. man? Uh, I've been playing some... Black Desert, we've been doing some. Is that? We're doing some Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah, I saw that earlier. And we're going to be doing some uh, some Neverwinter coming up after the podcast. Oh, nice, dude. Cool. Yeah, I played uh, I played Neverwinter with my son for a bit. It's a it's a solid uh, it's a solid game. It's not that bad at all. Yeah, we're just kind of rolling around, rolling through several yeah. types of game. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. All right, cool. Uh, next up, we've got Curbs. Uh, he's, he's been on almost every podcast now. Curbs, are you there? What's up, man? Hi. Hello. What's up? That's awesome. Can we get can we get a little bit of the French Curbs? Well, you see, I'm not very good at the French right now. I'm I'm just not back in black, so I I can't. I'm sorry. All right, what you been playing, Curbs? And nothing much, mainly is the Monster Hotel and the Black Desert. Well, that's been a little stagnated recently because of work and whatnot. Uh, but yes, that's, that's, that's about it. Awesome. And then uh, finally, last member on the roundtable tonight is uh, KSM. He is a member of the Breath of Variety stream team. KSM, you there? What's up, man? What's up, man? Thank you for having me tonight. Um, been playing a little bit of Zelda recently. Had my switch uh, turned off for around a month, but I've been having some time and in, in, in between Zelda and uh, Call of Duty right now. A little basic. Cool. What are you thinking of? Uh, what do you think of the new Call of Duty? Uh it's it's alright. Uh, I I promised myself not to buy a, a Call of Duty game ever again after the World War II one, but um, the the uh, Battle Royale got me back into it. I'm pretty enjoying it. All right. Have you have you just been doing uh, blackout, or you've been doing some of the just the regular competitive as well, or versus uh, matches or whatever? Blackout and and regular team that match. Okay, um, cool. We played zombies for the first time ever. What'd you uh, think? Pretty entertaining. Uh, I thought it was gonna be cheesy, um, burned out or whatever, but it's it's pretty pretty entertaining. I I, I went up to level twenty in like a, in like a day because I couldn't stop can put it down so she's pretty pretty good sweet man awesome good well thank thanks so much for uh for coming on the podcast with us man we appreciate it yeah you're welcome man thank you for inviting me all right cool so uh so you guys want to get into some news yeah whatever is uh whatever's clever all right i so... didn't sign up for this <laughs> uh, <laughs> curves all right so uh so first bit of news today uh, Diablo 3 on Switch launched, so uh, I pre-ordered it a while ago. I've bought it on every 
possible console. Um, except for the Xbox, I don't own an Xbox, so instead I bought it for a friend who has an Xbox One. So I guess I have actually bought it on everything. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so that's been fun. Um, I was able to wait for my kids at school today, and I'm sitting in the car, and I was in a, in a Nephilim rift, and that is a good feeling. I don't know, it felt really good. Um, so, I mean, I'm like... I don't know, was I level 23 or something like that when we logged off before the before the stream? But, you know, it's it's coming along. Um, there was a... Uh, there's been several reviews that have come out. We got several nines. I haven't looked at, like, the Metacritic score or anything. But uh, a lot of people are saying this is a pretty decent uh, mobile adaptation. I agree. I haven't seen any, any frame drops. The game's running really smooth. Uh, the Pro Controller feels really good. Uh, I'm still kind of adjusting to it. It's not like my favorite controller ever, but it is a solid controller for the Switch. And uh, it's been really good. You guys got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I actually, now that you mention it, um, back in the day, I, I was a game tester for Sony, and I got to play it before it released. Um, pretty solid game on the PlayStation. I've never played it uh, anywhere else. Um, I do have my... My doubts with the Switch, um, I have big fingers, I can't grasp the controller properly, I have some issues with that. I might get it soon. Do you uh, um, do you play with the Pro Controller, or do you play with the Joy-Cons? Oh, no, no, I play with the Joy-Cons. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't really play Switch that much, uh, I'm more of a Xbox uh, player or PC. Understood. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I play for, I try to play Fortnite. But it's 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 a game I, I I don't like, and the little joysticks are not my thing with that one. Yeah. So so on the Switch Mobile, like the only thing I ever, whenever I'm playing, like when I was in the car earlier, I play with this around it. So it kind of gives you a little bit of depth on the grip, it makes like the adult hands fit around the Joy Cons a little bit better. But still, I mean the Joy Cons are are inferior for sure for an adult. I think. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely try the try the Pro Controller, man. It's it's pretty solid, uh, solid upgrade. Yeah, yeah, I need to get on that too. All right, Iman Curves, what are you guys thinking? I uh, I feel like whomever it was that wrote this article takes after me at heart because they go in saying what the game's like for about a paragraph, and then they go off on a tangent about the menu slash UI for literally the entire rest of the article. And that is... Uh, I agree that the UI is, is clunky, but yeah, that's... That, that's something I would do. <laughs> that's about all I got on that. Yeah, and that's, that's typically what everyone says on the console version of Diablo. They just immediately go straight after the menu um, and the UI. And this rotational selection of gear—it's not—it's not easy, you know. It definitely takes some time, and it's not precise like a mouse click, that's for sure. But playing it on on PS3 and PS4 for as long as I did, like I'm used to it. But anyone walking into it, like I feel bad for them, like that, especially if they're walking into it from PC, like that's that's just a bad day. <laughs> it's just not streamlined in comparison. It's just not. I mean, you get used to it. It's not that bad. It's just not quite. Yeah. All right, Iman, any thoughts? Uh, no, I don't, because I don't have a Switch, and I'm probably not going to play it, so... All right, well then, Iman, you're going to love the next article. We're going to talk about the 12 best games for the Switch, also another article from Kotaku. So what's your favorite game for the Switch, Iman? Uh, none. <laughs> Harvest Moon, how's that? There we go. Perfect. So they've got they've got on this article uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, Stardew Valley, which you know Stardew Valley was on uh, was on PC, I think initially, right? Correct. On Steam, um, and if you like Harvest Moon, you're gonna love uh, Stardew Valley, Emon. Yeah. Just I... saying, you know. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Also, we have Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. I also own this. I have not played it for more than 10 minutes, though, just because lack of time, and uh, I'm not really into the turn-based strategy thing at the moment. I don't really need to scratch that itch. 
They've also got Hollow Knight on here. Mario, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which we have, of course. I think that's kind of a staple in a Switch library. Uh, Bayonetta 2. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I haven't even played that yet. Darkest Dungeon, which I have on PC. Splatoon 2, which I completely suck at that game. Like, I, I don't even know how how to be successful playing that game. Yeah, and, debatable. Uh, debatable game, like that game's debatable for being for me, top 12 anyway. yeah yeah absolutely i mean yeah it's like the only shooter they've got but at the same time like uh and then celeste which i've not looked at at all i don't know i don't know what that is it's a warp jump fine-tuned controls i don't know and then dragon quest builders which is like minecraft with a story uh, Super Mario Odyssey, which I still haven't played. I'm a terrible person. And that's it. Anything jump out for you guys? Anything really awesome? I think, KSM, you were actually playing Breath of the Wild, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was the first time I actually streamed it. Um, I, I got the Switch maybe around four months ago. And honestly, I haven't played it. I played uh, Zelda for about maybe a couple of hours once and then i just dropped it because it got super hard and i give up fast when it comes to that it's just frustrating oh yeah uh, for me um like games are supposed well, to be fun you know yeah that and 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 i'm more of a shooter uh, type of player so sometimes it just frustrates me and i like to have fun fun fast if you can put it like that what do you what uh, do you and, think and about this, the bow in Breath of the Wild? Uh pretty decent. Yeah. Um I do like the mechanics. It's not too hard. I, I find it easier than the actual melee weapon sometimes. Um but it's it's not a bad it's not a bad mechanic. Um I, I can't complain about it. I, I haven't played that much, so I, I, I really don't feel that I have the authority to to come and say it's, it's the best thing ever, uh, but right, right. I have I have Zelda, Fortnite, and that rabbit game that I really can't stand. <laughs> Rabbit's um, Kingdom Battle. Oh yeah, the Mario one. I don't yeah. know why they did that, but um, it came free with the with the console, so I can't complain about it either. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to get it into into the Switch a little bit more. Uh, I might be getting Diablo soon, but but as of right now, Zelda is. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I, I really like it. I, I, I really, never played a Zelda game all the way through. So hopefully this is the first one. See how it goes. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good one to start with, man. Honestly, yeah. like my kids, my kids love the heck out of Breath of the Wild. I, I haven't had the time to go all the way through it. Um, but I mean, I, I think I've seen all the, all the major fights, all the major story points. I mean, pretty, uh, pretty breathtaking game. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, I had my kid while I was streaming on my lap. She was kind of watching Baby Shark and getting on the way. Nice. Um, and she was, oh my god, look at the look at the little monster! Like, oh, so cute. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, you're two years old and you already like gaming, so yeah, I'm happy about it. Cool. Hey, Curbs, what are you what are you thinking on the Switch list? Um. I agree with him. The rabbits thing, no thank you. Uh, I think Splatoon is debatable. I don't think Stardew Valley should be on this list considering it's on several different platforms. But uh, Breath of the Wild, Hollow Knight, Bayonetta 2, uh, Mario Odyssey, all of those are very are, are solid games. So yeah, I think the list is kind of just up to debate. I don't think they're going on it off of like any actual percentages or purchases or anything like that but otherwise odyssey would be way further up on the list but yeah i think it's a lot of them are decent games. yeah i'm not sure if it was actually like uh in a specific order i think it was just 12 games just the 12 best games so yeah, I wouldn't be too attached to Zelda being at the beginning, and I think Odyssey was at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 
Alright, Iman, any of these games that you've played on other platforms that were uh, were solid? What do you think, man? Well, I did try Zelda game, but only for a bit. So, I never really got to finish it, so I figured okay. borrow Carl's thing again. Yeah, sounds good. Alright, let's uh let's move on to the PlayStation Classic. So they uh they just announced the um the titles that will be on the tiny PlayStation for ninety nine dollars. Uh the one title on here that I am most excited about is Twisted Metal because I have fine memories of Twisted Metal when I grew up as a kid, so I will probably get it just for throwback reasons. Um, but man, they need to make a new Twisted Metal. Like, that would be so good. Anyway. Um, anything jumping out on here? You got, like, uh, Battle Arena, Toshinden, Cool Borders, Resident Evil Director's Cut, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Tekken 3, uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. The only thing that really comes to my mind when I see this is... Oh, it's another one. Okay. Well, I'll just go emulate whatever if I want to. Uh, that's about Yeah, you're like, okay, cool, yeah, that's those are good games I should play, and I haven't played that one yet. I guess I should go get an emulator and play it, right? That's what you, that's what you say. I don't see the need to pay $100 for a tiny PS4 for that... Or a tiny PS2 that has maybe two things I'll actually play on it. For yeah. any amount of time. Yeah, I'm the same with that. I don't. I'm not trying to buy that one. Okay. I, yeah. I have to agree with Curves mainly because I already just the games that I want to play anyway. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it kind of it comes out December third, so it's already like an extra hit on the wallet. I mean, there's several games that uh, that have. Uh, emerged over the last you know month and a half and that will continue to come out until christmas so um yeah maybe they're not going to be able to justify people getting the old ps classic like people might not just they just might not have the money for it but um but yeah okay I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else I want to say on it. You guys good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. Yeah, um, no, go ahead. No, so I do have to agree with curves there. It's like, really, if I wanted to, I could just emulate any of them. Do now, like uh, I was playing this guy. Yep. Now, maybe if they made it the 25th anniversary rather than just going for the puny 24th. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they're going for something else for the 25th anniversary. This is like a little a little thing, you know. I I don't know what gives you that idea, but that'd be interesting to see if they do. What do you think they're? Yeah. What do I think they'll do for the 25th anniversary of the PlayStation? Yeah. Uh. Probably a PlayStation Classic with more games, or a PlayStation 2 Classic. That would be um, wait. Hold on. So, like, a PlayStation Classic with these 20 plus 20 more for the 25th anniversary. Because, you know, by, by doing this, they get market research on what people will and won't buy. And they watch Twitter, and they see, like, well, man, if, like you know, fill-in-the-blank game was on there. Like, you know, Gran Turismo isn't on here. Which is weird, right? Like, yeah. I think Gran Turismo, I spent probably 1,200 hours of my youth playing that on PlayStation 1. Like, I'm pretty sure I broke two or three controllers just off of turning non-stop on, like, endurance races on Gran Turismo, and it's not on here. So it's like... I mean... I played most of my Gran Turismo on the PS2. I, I didn't actually do too much on the original. But... Gotcha. Yeah, like yeah, so. Most of mine on the PS2 as well. Yeah, so so and yeah, I didn't. 
we're talking Gran Turismo 3 then on PS2, right? I think so. Like Gran Turismo 3 A spec or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, and I and I I played probably a fraction of the time on the PlayStation 2 than I did on the PlayStation 1. So like when I was a kid, I got my first job and all of my money went to one a PlayStation 1 and then every game that ever came out for it. Like I just bought I I had games still in their wrappers. Because, like, no one told me, like, to save my money for a car. No one, like, gave me that solid parenting advice, you know? Like, save some money, you know? Uh, so I just spent it all. And then all my friends would just come over after we worked. We worked in an amusement park. And then we would come over and hang out and play games, like, until, you know, eyes were red and everyone just, like, falling asleep out of boredom. You know? like And that was, like, almost every night over summer break. Just buying tons of games and just playing games constantly. Um a lot of twisted metal like twisted metal was legit <laughs> that was so much fun um but uh but yeah so i have like fond memories there of gran turismo it's not on the list so i would assume that the 25th anniversary they'll have more games on it it'll be gold something like that you know or they'll have a playstation 2 i don't know we'll see there's just a lot of assumptions there and i don't and my skepticism is showing through absolutely curbs that's why that's why we have you on the podcast for a unhealthy amount of skepticism i I think they're just gonna be like what no what 25th anniversary (laughs) this isn't a thing oh you mean the 24th anniversary thing we released last year i don't remember that being oh oh uh yeah that wasn't totally just a cash grab or anything and then and then also the 25th anniversary of playstation might have something of a reveal for the playstation 5 i don't know mm, well that's possible that might come earlier than that though yeah because there's already leaks and stuff yeah yeah but we'll see i guess now right, you guys cool moving on yeah yeah all right so uh, we've talked previously about uh, a couple episodes ago and another couple episodes before that about Project X Cloud that Microsoft's working on. Um, so basically being able to stream a game to uh, devices, for instance, like having a Windows PC and just stream Xbox titles onto that or PC titles streamed over to an X Cloud enabled xbox one um something like that and now we're seeing kind of like that evolution of thought because if you can stream to different devices you could also stream to phones and tablets and if you stream to phones and tablets you need controllers for phones and tablets and everyone really likes the xbox controller uh i guess so they're like well here's the controllers we're looking at making so they have like a couple of different uh setups here like some that kind of look like joy cons with wings some that look like a controller from 1996 that you'd buy in the store for a pc Uh, yeah i don't know there's a couple different uh different deals here but um yeah what do you guys think burn it with fire okay cool one one burn it with fire vote disgusting yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I have, I, I do have PUBG on my phone because I unfortunately okay. it's a game. And how do you, uh, how do you play it, like control wise? I have just a touch screen. Um, I haven't yeah, invested man. anything on my phone because I need Wi-Fi. Uh, the, my phone dies after 15 minutes of playing. So uh, if there are trying to do a mobile like that they have to come up with either backpack battery pack or something because it's it just drains the battery crazy so i'm i'm i don't know i have to see i have to see how how it works honestly i can't i can't set up my mind and be like oh yeah you know it looks cool but i know it'll take 20 minutes to drain my phone out yeah that's a concern for sure what do you think, Anima? Uh, I'd be curious, but it's going to be, like he said, it's going to be a heavy drain, you know? Because it doesn't look like there's any batteries in that go into this thing. 
Yeah, so so this when we're be running off of your your battery and your phone. Yeah, so when we're talking Project X Cloud, the the equivalent battery drain would be watching Netflix because you're just streaming a game to your device. So if your phone can handle, you know, a 40 or 40 minute or an hour and a half video on, um, off of Netflix, then you should be able to have that same level performance for xCloud. You watch Netflix on your phone? Yes. When I'm on an airplane, absolutely. Weird. <laughs> but that, that's about it. That's like the only time I do it. Is on is on an airplane, so. Which want, that's down that's downloaded episodes too, which again defeats the entire purpose of this because you need a pretty nice Wi-Fi connection to be able to stream a game, like pretty solid. So. And would it be like the the, the streaming uh, system that is already in the Xbox that so you have to be connected to the same? the same yeah um, exact same thing only stuff. this is coming from the cloud rather than coming from um yeah it's coming from the cloud instead of coming from your local network so this these games are getting streamed to your phone or console or tablet or whatever right and then the controllers are just connected to whatever it's streaming it from and then these just latch on or are these like actually bluetooth for the phone and or tablet yeah they're bluetooth for the phone and or tablet they're just also you know it constructed like in such a way so you don't have to kickstand up your device or or put it somewhere where it has to like lean up against something so you can play this way you can just hold it and play it like a switch it looks like a drone control like you it does, have control it? and has a little a little a little um, with the camera latch with it and it will just your phone will be connected to it yep how does it come how does it because uh, down in the what they call it shows multiple different things and it but it's all the same thing one with the larger handles one with smaller and one with none i i don't know i, I feel like there could be multiple issues with Potentially just constantly losing pieces or them breaking. Oh yeah, from totally. This type of hmm. yeah, that might be with the X the worst part of it is just the flimsiness of the controller. Yeah, I've learned with Xbox branded stuff. Just wait a couple of years, see how it works. Mm -hmm. No ring of death. Yeah, basically uh, wait for the thing. wait for the S version of these mobile controllers, the one that <laughs> like they worked out all the kinks off the Duke, you know, and then it's like. It's working? Yeah, it's a good call. Work out. Wait a couple of years, see how it goes, and maybe. Alright, Iman, you got anything? No, I'm just looking at it. <laughs> just looking at it and be like, uh how's that gonna work? For those of for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, and you don't see what we're seeing right now live, um, yeah, they basically look like Joy-Cons had a baby with an Xbox controller and it still doesn't look right, you know, like an ugly baby, you know. Um, but so the links are going to be in the show notes on the bottom of the episode, so feel free to click those. Anyway, go ahead, Iman. It's a USB charge dock on there, too? Yeah, so what they're talking about having is some of the... And there's some manufacturers that are already looking at this this uh concept of putting um contacts on the outside of tablets and on the outside of phones so that things can connect to it whether that becomes a new standard or whether it's just power draw um you know manufacturers are already looking at this snapping things on making a little bit of modularity you know I mean, there was a phone you know a couple of years ago i don't know if you guys remember the modular phone you could snap on a better camera or you can snap on um, a keyboard on the bottom, or you could snap on a bigger battery on the back. Um, yeah, I that. Bigger, bigger space. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of just fizzled out. But I mean, that's you know, that's innovation. That's kind of what happens. People try an idea, and then years later, someone actually executes it properly. Is this properly? Yeah, right. I don't know. But, but if they, 
if they don't have to power the, if they can figure out a way to power the controller and attach it I mean the Joy-Cons they, they figure that out pretty well um, Joy-Cons charge when they're docked and then they even have like this this Joy-Con-y charge grip that puts the two pieces together so you could just USB to it you know I don't know if you guys see that one on the left yeah, uh, yeah. it's the little tiny controller that doesn't Article even have seven. yeah uh, yeah figure seven yeah so I mean, the, the, yeah, they're just basically taking the Joy-Con idea and just running with it and making it look uglier. It's yep. so small, though. So <laughs> small, dude. Like, like I mean, who I is going like to use that? My thumb would be able to press all the buttons on one side by itself just by pressing them down. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be for the people with like the hand size of the one size fits all gloves, like rubber gloves, and it's just going to be like. <laughs> Kid size gloves? Is that yeah, like yeah. Yeah. one size fits all kids. Yeah, like no. You know, there there is one thing that this does though. So like one of the problems with mobile gaming is that when you're looking at your phone, you're looking down at your phone, um, you're sending yeah. out a signal that other people can interrupt you, right? But like, dude, you're playing a game. You're like in the top ten on PUBG, for instance, KSM. And someone's talking to you, thinking that you're just on your phone checking messages or watching something on Netflix or YouTube, you know? You're like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a game. You know, and it's like, this is the way to tell everyone, dude, don't bother yeah, me. I'm just, actually playing a game. Back. Like, do you see these giant yeah. stupid controllers sticking out the side? Yeah, I'm in the middle of something. Don't talk to me right now. It doesn't matter. They're still going to bug you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that takes their... Uh, their... We tried. Right. We tried. We tried. Every time I look at somebody playing on their phone, man, I just look at their phone to see they're playing games. I don't care. I'm still going to bug you. Yeah, oh, it's like, whatever. You're that guy? Really? <laughs> Jeez. You're like, oh, it looks like it's getting to a really important part. Hey, man, can you do this thing for me? Thanks. Yep. Everybody interrupts you on the phone. That's uh, it's, it's just it's the per peripheral itself that, that uh, drives you to just bother people yeah i don't know how with a with a with a triple a title and uh, xbox i love xbox I, i'm more of an xbox person than playstation but uh, sometimes i doubt them extremely I, mm -hmm. I i don't know i have to see it i have to see it in one, one convention or something and play with it maybe yeah, yeah. see what's the uh What's, what's the build of the actual controller? If it's like super wonky, or is it going to be like a leap controller that is more of a you can get a grip of it and and it's, it has its weight on it, so you can balance it with the weight of the phone. And I don't, I think there's some there's much more things that they have to worry about if they go to a cloud separate system that will that would that will ruin your experience. I would say. Yeah. Understood, man. I hear you. All right, you guys want to move on to Shadow? Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, so Iman shared yeah. shared an article with us um, about Shadow, which is quote the high end gaming computer accessible from multiple devices for thirty four ninety five a month, and uh, it has a pretty solid video. the uh, The website is Shadow Tech. Um, slash use and I don't know if shadow.tech will just work. What happens if we just go shadow.tech? Is this something else? Yeah, go, okay. so shadow.tech will take you there. Um, so yeah, tell us about it, Iman. What are we, what are we looking at here? Well, from what I was, from what I was looking at into it, it's uh, basically like owning a PC that's not in your house and it streams directly to whatever in your house. And you can do you play games just the same as if you had a 2000 PC in your house. Yeah, and there's that same, make sense. Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah, we were we were messing around with uh, uh, Project Stream from Google. I don't know if you, yeah. did you get the invite on that for Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I did. I did. That was kind of fun. And how did it play? It played pretty nice for me, anyway. Yeah, like I, I would say, nearly seamless. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I, I played on my PC. You know. Yeah, I played. On, I played on my PC too. I didn't but, actually um, try it through my phone, right? 
Yeah, I don't know if Project Stream is working through the phone. I don't know if they said it was working. I have to look into that. Because, I mean, it's running Chrome, so it might be able to do it. But at the same time, like, it's it's kind of unique trying to get that 60 frames per second, you know? Yeah, but what I, what I like about this is it's a dedicated box person. It's not like a... Like a like a shared a shared box so I'm kind of interested well I mean it's I wouldn't say it's a it's your own personal box I mean it is a shared box your, your instance like your instance of this would be yours but it's running on the cloud hardware so if you spin it up they'll allocate the video card and the processor and the RAM to you, you know? So there's still a limit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, like I can imagine if it was Friday night and some game came out, you know, and everyone was like, oh, cool, let's do it. There would be a queue. You know, like you'd have to wait for someone to release their license or release that hardware piece to you and like log off and turn off their instance you know what I'm saying like a typical cloud setup yeah it sounds like that I personally have a terrible internet connection so those those services are not something I can look into it where so, I'm living so how terrible is terrible oh so now that I haven't been working uh, mornings, um, the internet goes uh, from 30 upload, to 30 download to, let's say, around um, 0 0.25 upload <laughs> to 5 download up until right now, 11, 12 Mountain Standard Time, because it's the internet of the building. And I did not see the fine print when I started renting here, where yeah. they told me I could get my internet. So uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, um, and I'm in the dark zone on the on the places it's available. Like I'm in Texas, so I'm in the black hole of no, you can't have this yet. <laughs> yeah, they have Google Fiber around here, and I am dreaming of the day that I can actually. Uh, have internet that's not I, I'm I'm from Guatemala third world country and I have friends that got better internet than me oh yeah totally man fraction of it yeah so it's, like it's, America is so far behind on the internet spectrum yeah, it's really ridiculous but we do what we can yeah I've got I've got AT&T fiber but where I'm living we don't have uh, we have Google fiber they're they're building it around town but it's just not at my at my location yet but I mean it'll be like half the price of AT&T so I think they're trying to like really like AT&T is doing a hard job trying to stiff arm them out of certain communities but uh but you can't stop it forever you know yeah I know hopefully they can so cool what do you think in curbs you're within the range of the area would you buy a a PC with 1080p uh I'm sorry with a 1080 in it and uh, ridiculous amount of RAM and processing capability to play games at 60 frames per second over any device? Um, no. <laughs> Primarily you, because you have I a computer. have a device <laughs> that does that better than this one. Mm. And uh, 256 storage. Why? Like, that's not... No. No. Bad. Yeah, storage is the cheapest part of bad, this entire solution honestly bad, bad game bad get bad game system no it's gonna be at least 10 terabytes but uh <laughs> yeah no i no i i wouldn't i have no interest in playing even if i could do this like run these games streaming them on my phone my phone's an s5 it crashes just by pulling up the weather so <laughs> no i'm i'm, I'm good <laughs> I'll stick to using my PC. I don't need their 1080, uh, GTX 1080 equivalent. Equivalent. Uh, equivalent. Yeah, that's. It's it's equivalent because they're using the uh, 
the NVIDIA GTX, uh, they have the cloud cards where you can just give the video processing capability to, like they use it in the render farms and stuff where they're like Pixar would be building their movie up and be rendering the Toy Story 6 or whatever. It would just be like running into that render farm and grabbing video resources, which I mean, it's 1080 equivalent. I mean, they're not, they're not wrong, but yeah. It's a shoddy 1080 equivalent. No, it's not a shoddy 1080 equivalent. It's a 1080 equivalent, man. No, it's a shoddy 10. Well, it's a 1080 equivalent. So anyway, I don't need their shoddy 1080 equivalent. I've got my own shoddy 1080 equivalent. Yeah, you got the actual 1080, right? No, I have a uh, 1070 Ti, so which is it runs like a 1080. Just as good. But, yeah, essentially, overclocked yeah. just as good as a 1080 Ti. Yeah. No, I've no thank you. I'm not. I'm not paying 35 a month for something I can already do on my PC and wouldn't be able to run on anything else anyway. So skepticism. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, when you're equivalent, it's kind of scary. Yeah. So why 12 gigs of RAM? Why? That doesn't make sense. Like, they're not even going to give you two 8 gig cards? Like, what? Or is it really? What? No. No, like, so so in the, in the cloud, man, like, we're not talking about, like, there's 8 gig sticks that they just no, give you. No, that's how it works. No, no, no. It's some dude. guy with a PC in dude, some they're, phone they're, they're 60, they're 64 gigabyte sticks. All right. And then they just give your instance some of that. Like that's, that's how it works. So they wouldn't be able to give you like two eights because their 64 ECC uh, RAM is way better than two eights, you know, because it's server RAM. It's completely, it's completely different. But anyway, yeah, I, I know. I just there's so 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 if we if we have a PC, um, no need to get it. I totally agree. If you didn't have a PC and you were like, man, you know what? I am an Xbox guy. I wish I was a PC gamer. Would you guys throw thirty five dollars a month at this? No, I would more just build one. Thirty five a month. Yeah, thirty five a month over a year. You even if you were to save up for. If you let's say you were to save up for two years, you could get a pretty decent budget PC out of that. Like, like a really decent budget PC that's gonna run decent enough as but it what is. What do you do when you want to play now and not two years from now? Even still, even still, <laughs> this is gonna add up over time. It's gonna cost more than you would for a PC if you were to just buy one outright immediately, rather than paying that much. I, it's no, I don't think. It's... Yeah, you guys, you guys understand that. Uh, real quick, we'll go to Firebird and chat. Firebird says he won't, he wouldn't get it. Um, so he's with, he's with the crowd right now on the, on the, on the no. But the, uh, the thing is, it's like everything is going to a service, guys. Like it's going to be very, very expensive someday for people to buy anything outright. Like that won't even be an option anymore, because <laughs> a company needs uh for their five-year plan like the easiest five-year plan for a company is to get people to subscribe to it because they can just say we have x subscribers this is how much money we bring in every month until we die theoretically they'll they'll show the numbers of the people who drop every month and the number that they gain every month but um really like outright buying and selling is like dead it's like mm. Yeah, it, it will be. It will be, dude. Like, but it is not. It's not dead as of yet. The moment, and I do think that is a ways off, even if it will be. Do you think it's less than five years or more than five years? Probably more than that, but I, I mean, I agree with you that it's coming, but I don't. I I do think it's a while off. Okay. But yeah, like I've been using this same computer for the past six or seven years. I'm obviously upgrading as I go because. But like past six or seven years, I think in total I've put a couple grands into it at you know at maximum. Mm-hmm. Over six or seven years, that thirty-four dollars, oh yeah, would add up to an up to a good PC. Like a good, I been, a good PC, like two or three times almost. Yeah, 
like you can get a couple decent two thousand dollar boxes out of that. Yeah, you know? with, with gaming PC and a streaming PC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then yeah. your, your gaming PC becomes your streaming PC because like the new gaming PC is great, but that thing can still handle a stream. You know, like yeah. Just with where we're at now, like I, again, I agree that it, things will move to this at some point but with where we're at now and where i think we'll be at for a while it's it's just not it's not i I don't think it's worth it cool all right generation thing nice at least yeah so so firebird uh again from chat uh he's saying even with a gtx 1080 if your device can only do 720p 30 frames per second you're missing out on a lot it isn't a horrible mm-hmm. ideal, but it is an ideal. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, this is this is definitely an enthusiast thing. So, like, if your device can only do 720p at 30 frames per second, like, you're probably not doing this right. Like, you should probably, if you were doing this the right way, you'd probably have the new Razer phone or the new Asus phone or whatever. The new Asus phone running, like, 90 frames per second or 144 <laughs> hertz, and then you'd be, like playing games legit you know streaming just to that so um yeah but if you have a phone like mine that crashes when you try to load the weather app i mean it's it's not going to go well yeah yeah there's a there's a target there's a target audience here so and and yeah you're right firebird they got to be careful the way that they advertise this like he's saying most people will probably get this thinking they don't need to upgrade anything and yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that's the sales pitch, right? Like, hey, this will work on any device. No, it'll work on any device that works. And uh, a lot of people's devices that are in their pockets or on their desktops don't work. Like, they're pretty clunky pieces of garbage that barely surf the internet. So, <laughs> Chromebooks, and they think they're gonna play PUBG seamlessly. Yeah, there's like two Chromebooks that that will work on. You know, all the other Chromebooks are gonna be pretty throttled you know or they're going to be like a little lap furnace you know you're like man what happened to my my chromebook it's on fire you know like what is it trying to do here it's going to go from screen tearing to kaboom yeah exactly melting a hole in your jeans or something all right so uh so let's move on to the last article sounds good yeah yeah all right let's talk about mixer season two Oh my gosh! Really, curves? Yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so I didn't know that Mixer had a season one, but I guess it did, and that season ended, and now season two is here. So with that, what is up with all these seasons thing? It's, it's Fortnite's fault. Yes, it's all Fortnite's fault. I'm That's sorry, a fact. Demon trash work right there. But but we uploaded it first. Uh, no. <laughs> They didn't actually, Um, but but yeah, when when everyone sees Fortnite come out of nowhere with an idea and it's actually successful making something like a billion dollars a year now, I don't know, it's it's crazy. Um, They see that successful stuff and they just copy and paste it, you know, like that's that's business, you know, so uh, they copied and pasted, they made a season two, Um, one thing that came out of season two is uh, monetization of partnered channels. So if you're a mixer partner, which would mean if you have about more than 2000 uh, followers and you stream at least 20 something hours a week and you have a pretty active and vibrant community and you're and you're connected on all the social platforms, kind of being a voice for Mixer, um, you can apply for partnership and potentially get partnership. I think it's still with those requirements, you might not fulfill exactly what they're looking for. Maybe they're maybe they just don't want another Fortnite streamer and they want someone who's playing Pokemon all the time and they don't have that, so they're gonna partner you because you play Pokemon and you're unique. You know, there's a lot of different variables that go in there, right? Um, I haven't gone through the partnership process. I wouldn't be able to speak entirely on what they're looking for. But um, if you are a partner, then that means you can get, uh, there's a reason to spend these sparks. And the sparks are what we get for watching people stream. Like everyone in my stream right now is getting paid a spark, uh, four sparks every five minutes or something like that. 
Okay, so basically just your loyalty to a streamer or the platform itself because you can just watch any stream now all the time. Two sparks per minute? Okay, cool. I get four because I'm a Mixer Pro. My bad. Or maybe I'm only getting that for channels I'm subscribed to. I don't know. Anyway, there's a way to get more sparks if you pay or if you subscribe to a streamer, you get more sparks when you hang out in their channel. So now you can take these sparks that were just gimmicks for the first season one and you can interact with them and do what Firebird just did, for instance, in my in my chat, throwing up this shooting star. Lots of stars is what it's called. And it's just basically a sticker on the side of the uh, the chat. It looks like that. Yeah. And Iman throws down a sub hype. So just, you know, like stickers. And uh, I don't know if anyone has um, a stupid amount of sparks or anything. But there's also like fireworks in chat and a couple other things. Um, yeah, that was totally not worth my 10k. I know, right? So, uh, so I feel yeah. Robbed. <laughs> I like, think a, I think a lot of people feel that. Like, look at look at this. Put that put that uh, chat back. I'm gonna put this over here. Actually, we're gonna go into streamception here. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit over here. There you go. I think. There you go. Like, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. That was 2k. That was totally not worth my 2k. Yeah. I have more fun pressing challenge pixels for 10k than <laughs> I get from that stupid thing. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um so yeah, they're not all they're not all winners. I think Cosmic Pizza is one of these things. I like Cosmic Pizza a lot. Where's Cosmic Pizza at? I think one I don't know if it's a Yeah, I don't know who did it. Someone did a a Cosmic Pizza thing. It's like pizza but it had like the planets on it. I don't know where it came from. I saw it in someone else's chat earlier. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, so kind of gimmicky little stickers to chat with um, that don't actually stick to anything. They just scroll away and chat. Um, and then there's the beach ball. I don't know if you guys have seen the beach ball yet. Have yeah, you guys seen it? Yeah, so level 100, man. I can't, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that much of a, I haven't crowned, but I can't, can't do the beach ball. Oh, I'm level 99. We should do yeah, a beach ball sometime. When I when 60, I hit so. when I hit 100, we'll do a beach ball. But um, I didn't realize I was 99. That's cool. Anyway, um, yeah. So we'll do uh, we'll do a beach ball someday. Basically, you just kick the ball around on the stream and uh, in everyone's hands. Like you can choose. You hover over it and you can choose like who hits it, and you just keep popping this beach ball around i saw someone get like over 100 hits just kind of keeping it up you know i don't know um it's something you know uh but yeah so this uh this gets monetization finally to partners in a way that twitch has had for a while with uh what they call bits so you can buy bits um we still can't buy sparks to give to people and bits and sparks don't really have like that cost uh there's not like a hard cost attached to Sparks, but basically anyone who's partnered on Mixer, if they get 5 million Sparks spent on their channel in a week, they can get like a $250 payout from Mixer. And if they only, if they get less than that, they can get like a $25 or $50 payout or whatever. Um, but that's just kind of a, a cool, cool way to have streamers monetize their content, especially making money out of nothing but interaction which is pretty cool because i think uh, a lot of people get stuck on followership numbers a lot of people get stuck on um you know viewers in a stream but really like the bread and butter of this whole industry is interactivity and uh, professor broman talks about that a lot not interactivity of stickers scrolling away on a stream but interactivity of a streamer interacting with their audience so um, it's kind of bridging that gap. Um, you guys aren't impressed with the stickers, it sounds like. But, uh, but yeah, what are your not thoughts? Really. Yeah, not really. Um, uh, as far as I saw the post before the actual release, uh, I thought they were, they were selling it as uh, a revolutionary. Um, and me as a super small streamer with, what, 33 fellows, um, it, it makes no difference. Um, and I don't think it, it will, it will, um, 
it will help big streamers and, and partners stimulate their their chat but but as of as of me i i really don't find it find it a little bit irrelevant yep understood man that was uh that was some of the biggest kickback on on twitter on socials in people's stream chats like what's the point if you're not a partner and then you're selling it as like you're revolutionizing the streaming industry and i'm like and twisted did this like years ago like overselling stuff is probably what will turn people off because um it got me a little bit frustrated not that i expected anything because honestly i've been streaming for around two weeks i can't be asking for the world yeah, i have yeah. to work for it like everybody did but at the same time, don't tell me you're going to revolutionize anything if it's going to be a knockoff of Twitch's program in no, yep. no way. Yep, understood. All right, what do you guys got? Iman, Curves, what are you thinking? Um, I'm not a streamer. I just like to hoard in, horn in on other people's things and just disrupt their chat and or Discord. Hey, you're welcome but, uh, anytime, dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, I am what I am. But um, I think about the only substantial thing in this is you mentioned them potentially making it a bit easier for people who don't do the most popular thing, you know, to get spot or to get a partnered, like people who don't specifically do. Fortnite and the basically evil of the gaming industry at this point, the most horrible thing you can ever play. Yep. Which, I mean, are, are MOBAs, but... I mean, oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, so I think, I think that <laughs> is, a gate, is a good portion. So that would, if, assuming they're doing, they would do it for someone like you or someone like Jer, who does, who does art, who does art, who does art, uh, or, you know, just that type of thing. I think that would be, I, I think that's good for the platform, but I, I, I think revolutionary, like, as I said, is way too much of an overstatement for, yeah. I try to do yeah. it really, like, um, everybody, uh, uh, Breath of Fire, Variety, sorry, foreign sometimes, um, one of the partners there was super excited. I'm like, yeah, that's that sounds pretty nice. Please tell us, blah, blah, blah. And then I see the post, and I'm like, good thing you didn't tell me. Because yeah. this is nothing for me. Like, and, and it, sound, it makes me sound salty, but, like, I don't know. Don't sound stuff like that and just undersell me. Or not include me as a super small streamer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like... like it would be better if the skills weren't even enabled for the small streamers. Yeah. Because like right now, yeah, you guys are throwing. Heard, yeah. Yeah, you guys are throwing sparks into my stream, and it does nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It kind of sucks. Like it's like it's only about people that either play Fortnite, whatever. Because they're Ooh. the only ones that really have like that huge number, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, not all of them, but yeah, I I, I hear you. A large, a large oh, a portion, large, almost seventy percent. Yes, absolutely. Our Fortnite players, so I mean, yes. don't tell me no because it is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now. At least they... everybody wants to be ninja, making half a million a month. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably more than half a million, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just, unfortunately, just when, when Fortnite dies, though, mm -hmm. he's just gonna suck at life again. So I mean. <laughs> he'll be he'll have made so much money it wouldn't even matter man. right you you yeah, would think true. so you would think so but it, i mean really but how much of that do you think he's spent already just being stupid doing random stuff i don't well, think no, it everybody does it yeah, he's, yeah with he, the he, amount of money he's making i don't think it matters how much he's no spends. it really doesn't no he's because like, so if fortnite dies tomorrow and nobody cares about fortnite anymore tomorrow he, and he already spent majority of his money doing whatever stupid stuff he wants to do he doesn't have anything to come back. He's still the big streamer on Switch and has deals with Samsung or not for doing all the things. He's not going to have a problem. Mr. Robot. Yeah, we got like super <laughs> robots going on. 
What happened? Why must you do this fast? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna restart Discord real quick, maybe. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like red red. Yeah, so I'm just gonna uh, randomly talk about stuff for a second. It looks like my Discord session that the uh, the stream is on is uh, is not doing so hot at the moment. But let me uh, let me restart Discord. This is just live live tech support, guys. Don't mind us. Yeah, we might we might have to do that, Firebird. Firebird's recommending we switch channels. I'm just gonna restart Discord too and see if that fixes it. But um, but yeah, so that that's kind of the the end of the topics that we have. I do want to get in the chat though with these guys real quick. Yeah. Check check. I hear you, KSM. And curbs, go ahead. Hello. Yeah. Okay, that's way better. I'm still robotty. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are a little bit. Right. Oh my gosh. That's how this works. Hey, Elon. Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys cool with this? You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Or do you want to keep talking smack about season two? Oh, I'd like to keep talking smack. Yeah. yeah. Oh I'm not a partner. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a partner either. I'm like just a small YouTube, a small uh, streamer as well. You know, so it's like whatever. <laughs> like I'm very disappointed in, in what I can waste my my sparks on. They, you know. They've yeah. had a global currency on their site for the entirety of. I don't know how, if it was there when it was Beam. I don't know. But almost, yeah. I I was, it's been around yeah. pretty long. Yeah, so they've had a global currency for nearly the entirety of the time that they've been around, but there's been nothing to do with them except for, you know, the people in is the people who stream like pixels that, you know, decide to try and make them not useless. And now they've given something to the I dislike this term, but the 1% of Mixer that actually is able to use them, and now it, it's just the people playing Fortnite and all just the... It's irrelevant to literally everyone. But but those few people. So... And it's already a limited platform as it is, considering it's how small it is. Yep. <laughs> what it's is that, Firebird? That is the panda cheese, man. Panda cheese. <laughs> you can't say no to panda, dude. Go it, look it, it up. Even, it even made it on the stream because I drug my stream chat over so we could see the panda cheese. You should totally pull up a panda cheese uh, commercial. <laughs> no, we're not We're not going down GIF meme land right now. <laughs> no, no, I think that's a good segment. We should do a, a meme segment or something. All right, so I think I think that's where I'm gonna call it, guys. If that's cool. Yeah, sure. All right, let, let me let me wrap it up. So, um, thanks so much for everyone for uh, tuning in. Special shout out, uh, the stream shout out today goes to KSM. So I did it earlier, but I'm gonna do it again. I just want to make sure it was working. Um, so I'm gonna do my little my little shout out command, and you guys can see that. Um, but yeah, so KSM, um, he's streaming on Mixer. Uh, relatively new streamer. Um, he's part of the Breath of Variety stream team. Um, definitely swing by his channel. Uh, he doesn't quite have a schedule like on lock yet, but if you drop a follow, uh, you'll definitely get the notification when he goes live. So thanks so much, KSM, for coming by, man. We appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. First awesome. podcast ever. So. No, you, and you did great, man. You freaking crushed it. Thank I love it. All right, and then uh, we also have... Uh, Curbs and Iman, thanks so much, guys, for being on the round table again. Always a pleasure, man. You're welcome. It looks like Firebird wants in on uh, next week, so that sounds good. You're more than welcome to join us, man. Yeah. Firebird just me a follow, so. Oh, Thank you, yeah, thanks, Firebird. <laughs> and then, 
and then so if you're listening to the podcast um we do record this live around midnight uh central time on friday nights um usually start probably 12 30 in the very early morning of saturday once everything kind of gets squared away and we talk about what we're going to talk about but um if you want to catch the stream live, you can catch it here at mixer.com slash pixels get me. Uh, and then you'll see that in the show notes down below. Um, thank you for everyone for hanging out in chat for uh, giving us your thoughts. sign us off because it, ah! like, it sounds like he has something very important to say so kick to the curbs go like for it man trash can curbs. <laughs> okay so I pulled some strings and I've got one final segment that I can't do for long because then Pixel's gonna kick me off it's gonna it's, it's, it's gonna it, it, it's a highly contra- controversial situation that plagues all of us gamers and you need to see it and Pixels, you need to play this on the stream. It affects all of us. Okay. So, so it's is... really, it's really just, I, I, it, it just shows how corrupt the gaming industry is with its loot boxes and early DLCs and, and how it just rides you and it's, it's bad. So, <laughs> Pixels, play the video, please. I don't even know what video we're talking about. Now. I put it in the Discord DMs. Why don't you look at it? Oh, it. See what okay. you did. Alright, I'm going to try to bring it up. I don't know. Um... The bit's still going. It's a controversial topic. And we need to see these to be talked about. Baby it's practically... Thanks for tuning in, guys. Did you see the evil in its eyes? Dude, I, I already, I already stopped. We're good. <laughs>